you know inside of you that there is something so big, there is something so powerful, there is something so profound within you. You have something great to offer. And if you're holding yourself back from that, you are doing a disservice to the world. You are listening to the ultimate biohack for women, a movement of women who know what they want and go get it. You know the answers lie within. Reach in and grab hold. This is a movement, a movement of women who tune in and turn themselves on. Now you're biohacking the woman's way, integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman. Tap your magic, conjure your yes, upgrade, elevate, maximize your potential. I'm Dr. Brandy Victory, and this is a movement, a movement that is sure to hack your soul. Hey, hey, ladies. This one is dedicated to the one I love, and that means you. Mm. Are you ready to get loved up today? I am so excited to be here and I am going to share some love with you. So get it on with me and love yourself up. This uh, topic is arising because I have some practitioners that I've been working with that I have a theme going on. And this theme is, uh, is kind of like a thread that I see go through most practitioners, especially early in practice. And I do want to preface the show to let you know that if you're not a practitioner, you don't see clients, you don't see patients or anything like that. It doesn't really matter. This is going to apply to you too. Okay, ladies, this is for any ladies who have heart, any lady who is, is a loving being, which is all of you girls. Okay, so chime on in with me. So you know how maybe, maybe in your work life, or even just in your personal life, there's people, there's people that show up and you're like, Oh, I can help them. Maybe um, the lady down the street whose husband just left or the client at work who fell on hard times or, you know, the woman who keeps telling you her story of pain and illness, but really does nothing to help her help herself or even better does things to try to find resolution, but she keeps stabbing in the dark. She's trying this. She's trying that. She's getting this next supplement. She's getting whatever Dr. Oz says. She's getting the next brightest thing on Instagram, hoping it all works but refusing to get professional help. Or maybe she is getting professional help. Maybe she's uh, getting help from the guys in white coats, right? Whose specialty is prescribing drugs to suppress symptoms or doing surgery, but not proficient at root cause resolution. So she stays stuck in her story, right? And, And maybe you've tried saying, hey, by the way, have you tried a naturopath? By the way, have you tried functional medicine? By the way, have you tried acupuncture, chiropractic, meditation, yoga? You know, you, you, you give your thoughts and your opinions and suggestions and they just seem to be falling on deaf ears. I, is, does any, I'm sure everyone has had this experience, right? So what I find is, is, that, is in my practitioners to you that every patient is not the right fit for your practice. I know you want to help them all. And I get it, you know, people need our help, right? And even for you ladies who aren't practitioners, the people who come into your life, you want to help them and you can see that you can help them, but sometimes they're just not a good fit for the help that you have to offer. Maybe they're not even a good fit for your well-being, okay? So we're going to get more into that in, in just a minute. But, you know, when 
when someone comes into your practice and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm working with the doctor and uh, I know I heard you, you know, do nutritional therapy and uh, I'd like to get on some nutrition. And so you start to work with them and they're refusing to tell their doctor. Like you're like, okay, you got to talk to your doctor to, to make sure this is okay with your doctor, right? And they're like, no, I'm not going to tell my doctor. I'm working with you. Like I've heard this over and over and over again, okay? And then you have to like ask why? Why? What is that about, right? And I get it that when you're raised in a paradigm where doctors are gods, that it's really hard hard to change that structure. You just want to keep it in its little box. You want to take it to, you know, use it in the way you know how to use it because it's your paradigm. It's your comfort zone. It's what you know works or not works, but it's at least what everybody does. So you might as well do it too, right? Because it doesn't always work. Okay. I'm not saying there's not a place for medicine. There certainly is. Okay. We have a great crisis hair, crisis care, crisis care, uh, offering here, you know, we don't have health care, we have crisis care. And I'm, I'm certainly want to be here when I break my arm or have some kind of tragic event, or hopefully none of that happens, cancel, cancel, erase, erase, right. <laughs> but if something, you know, cry, cry, if I get into myself into a crisis, I know I'm in a really great spot. But if I'm looking for wellness care, for improvement and optimization of my vitality and my well being, our, our healthcare system is not the place to go. It just doesn't, that's not what it's meant to do. It's not what it's designed to do. And I feel really, really sorry for doctors because I know that they get into the industry to help people and then they get caught in this paradigm of giving drugs and doing surgery and it's not wellness care. And it, and it, and it, I would imagine, because I, I was going down that path and I can only imagine the internal uh, tear, uh, the the maybe even like schizophrenic style feeling of having two different personalities inside your body, one that really wants to help people and the other one that's giving drugs, knowing that it's really not doing the job, but not knowing what to do for them. I mean, I have a big heart for that. Yeah. And if you're a doc, man, my heart goes out to you. But the great thing is we're seeing medical doctors often now move into the functional medicine realm, which is awesome because now they've got the best of both worlds. They're really looking at the body from a perspective of holism and how to optimize well-being as well as treat disease. So um, there's there's some good changes happening out there. But really kind of going back to uh, these patients that are coming into your office that are not wanting to go, jump in 100% or they're not wanting to tell their doctors or they're not wanting to tell their husband, even worse, right, their partner, um, this is this is not okay. So if, if there's something that arises in you that you're like, eh, that doesn't feel so good, that may be an indication that that patient or that client is not a good fit for your practice. You are not required to help every single person that comes into your office. When I first started uh, turning patients away or referring patients out, when I, when I first started doing that, I thought it was the weirdest thing. I felt all nervous about it. But I tell you what, it has been so helpful, not just for me and my practice, but for that patient. Like we're doing the patient a huge service by referring them to another practice that's a better fit. If you decide to keep a patient in your practice who's not a good fit, you're not you're doing a disservice to that patient, okay? And what you're really looking for is you're looking for that person who is 
they're willing to seek out anything they haven't tried to get to the root of their problem. Okay. So, you know, yeah, you've tried the drugs, you've tried this, you've tried that, nothing's really working. But if someone wants it, if someone wants well-being really, really bad, like if someone wants it so bad, you can't stop thinking about it. You know, you just can't stop thinking about it. I'm personally working on a very deep cord in my psyche and my character right now. I'm not going to go into the storyline because I, I don't even know where I'm at with it all. I'm still working on it. But it's a very deep cord that I inherited from my parents and my per- parental guidance as a child created this character structure within me that is, uh, I'm unraveling it right now. And it's, it's crazy. It's hard. It's, it's so hard. Like this work is so freaking hard right now, but I am so dedicated because I want something so much more. I actually have, and as you do, you know, inside of you that there is something so big. There is something so powerful. There was something so profound within you. You have something great to offer. And if you're holding yourself back from that, you are doing a disservice to the world. Okay. And so this place within myself is something I want to explore in every moment of every day until I unravel that cord and get free of it. Because I have such passion for showing up in my true authentic self and healing these old wounds so that I can step into that power, that profound life that I know I'm here to serve into. Okay. And so these are the patients that are, that are, these are your patients. These are your people, the people who are saying yes to life. Yeah, life isn't always easy, right? We got to work through the hard stuff. And, you know, I just I just sent out an email. I don't know if you're on my email list. I'd recommend you get on it. It's I put some some of my best content is in my email list. So um, if you're not in there, go over to my website right now, drbrandyvictory.com and download the uh, the free guide that's on there and you'll be put in there and you'll be getting some of this information. But I just sent out an email that uh, talks about how um, addiction and how uh, we numb out so commonly, like everybody, everybody, most, most people anyway, numb out, at least that I know, <laughs> numb out in some way, or do things to feel good, and then disguise it, disguise the numbing out in a feel good process. Uh, for instance, I, um, this is kind of going off on a tangent, but I'm going to go there. I uh, went to a central, centrally embodied dance class last night. Like this is my thing. Okay. And I went to take a class with my teacher's teacher. So I'm, I'm so excited to be able to do that. Right. And I'm ready. I'm ready for the revelation. And so what happens is you do this dance and then you get feedback and she tells you what she sees. And it's, it's almost kind of like she's intuiting on the deepest level of your of your character and bringing it to light for you. So you can see how that you're, you're expressing yourself in the world. And so if there's something there to work on or celebrate or change or shift or just be aware of, this is, this is how I, this is how I grow. It's my mirror back to me and to my growth. And one of the things that she said to me was, um, that I have this, I can't remember exactly the same, the words, but something about this, um, I have this beautiful ability to allow my body to move, like the music move through my body. And I can get lost in it in such a way that I disconnect from the, the, the fire that is in me. 
So um, it's a somewhat of a bypassing. If you've heard of spiritual bypassing, I kind of took it as that's what she's telling me. She's like, oh, you're kind of bypassing your intensity by allowing yourself to get lost in movement. Okay. And so, and for me, when I, when I, as I've been like really thinking about that, I'm like, oh, well, if, how you do anything is how you do everything. You know, that's my saying there. So um, how is it that I'm showing up in life like that? Right. How am I by, bypassing in life? And so for me, it's easy for me to uh, numb myself out with exercise, dance, um, you know, those are kind of food, obviously, is a thing. And I try to be very conscious about that. But you know, sometimes that happens. Um, so there's these all these ways, right? And, you know, alcohol for me, um, <laughs> I do like to drink, but I don't like what drinking does to me. So I don't drink. Um, occasionally, I may have a glass of wine or a shot of tequila or something. Um, but it's, it's a very rare occasion. And, and, and to that note, there's, there's times, especially when I'm in a very high stress situation, I will actually have the thought I need a drink. Gosh, I'd like to have a drink or boy, it'd be nice to have a drink. Oh my gosh. Well, when I hear myself, I'm very conscious of these thoughts because addiction has stared me hard in the face. And, um, so I pay attention to this stuff, but when I hear those thoughts, I have to not drink like that is my rule. If I'm having thoughts that, oh man, I sure could use a drink, then I don't drink. And I don't drink until I don't have, I, I can only allow myself to drink when I realize I haven't been having those kinds of thoughts, right? Because it's a, it's an escape and it's an escape that leads for me to addiction and those types of addictions, even through the dance, like the dance, how could that be in a, how could that be an escape? That's so crazy to think about, like I'm hiding in my dance from myself. Um, so, you know, what do we, what are you hiding from? What do you, uh, numbing yourself out with, right? And we, we, I think we all have these tendencies because we just want to feel good, right? So we got to look at these things, right? And so for my practitioners and my friends and all you loving women, if there are people in your life that are, or patients that are coming in your in your clinic that are not willing to look at these things that are, are kind of shut down in some way that, um, you know, then there may not be the right fit for you, your practice, your life. All right. But if they're willing to seek out anything they haven't tried to get to the root of their problem, no matter how crazy and weird it may seem, then these are the people to get excited about. Like these are the patients that I really enjoy working with. Like my practice is full. Every single patient that I work with, I love, I love, love, love working with them. All right. I've gotten really good at, in my um, consultations at asking questions in such a way that helps me understand whether or not my patient's a good fit for the practice. And I can send them somewhere else or or help them come to that realization that, oh, this probably isn't the good, a good fit for them. So that, <clears throat> so that I don't have to try to help them and then get to that point of disappointment because I can't, or they're not willing, or they don't show up, or um, I feel stuck in the practice. And I never, ever want to feel that again. So I've, I've like honed that. And I help other practitioners feel, uh, figure that those questions out and how to do a great consultation. So if you're a practitioner and looking for that kind of support, reach out to me. I'm happy to have that conversation with you. Um, you know, my work is weird. Like talk about weird. It's weirder than most because I'm I'm combining up a bunch of different stuff, um, intuitive healing work, shamanistic, energy medicine, um, you know, just so many things that people are not, not really taught. We're not taught that everything is energy and that we can affect change anywhere in the world with a thought. 
like just let that land for just a second, like really, right? Because I know most of my girls, all you ladies who are listening in have this understanding on some level because that's why you kind of like resonate towards my work. But I think there's also many women out there, maybe you're new to my work or um, maybe you're just interested in my work and don't quite understand it. But I mean, that's, that is the essence of it. This is how I can work with people long distance and affect change because, um, we are energy. Everything is energy. Our thoughts are energy and every thought had there's cause and re, cause and effect with every thought. Okay. Obviously with our actions and our thoughts turned into actions. So we got to be really, really aware that our thoughts change things in the world. All right. You got to remember that every single day, every single day. You know, and when you get into those places of negativity, the downer, the Debbie Downer type, you know, thoughts and mentality, which turn into actions too, right? Uh, Catch yourself, turn it around. Be sure that your expression, be it thoughts, words, or actions are making the world a better place. Like this is purity of heart, purity of heart in all moments. Now, you know, again, I'm the first to say that this is not an easy practice, but it's one we can keep coming back to. And the keep coming back to it is the is where the juice is at, right? It, nobody said we're going to just stay up on our pedestal. And it's just going to be there. Once we get there, we're not going to be there. We're going to be there forever, right? Things take us out, things push us around, things test us, things, um, you know, stretch us. And this is at least from my perspective, this is what I'm here for. I want to be stretched. I want to stretch into my greatness. I want you to stretch into your greatness. Okay. One of the things I think is essential to look at is first a couple of things. So if there are people, friends, patients, those kinds of things, and and that, that, that you tend to hang around and they're stuck in their story, Ask yourself this, how is this person and their experience a reflection of me? How is this person, their story, their experience, a reflection of me? Okay, because again, everything is a reflection of everything. And if you have someone in your life who keeps showing up in a certain way, there is a gift in that. Okay, the gift may be just that, oh, wow, I can write, I'm recognizing this person is not enhancing my vibration. This person is bringing me down. Every time around them, I feel drained. Um, that maybe this is the gift is I get to see that and recognize that and choose whether or not this is the thing I want to keep doing. This is it, whether or not this is the person I want to keep being around, whether or not this is the patient I want to keep in my practice, right? So get real about the people in your life. So for my practitioners, out there who are dissatisfied with their patients and clients, get real about each one and consider whether they're the right fit for your practice. So like I said, I've done this a number of times and it's, and it's basically what you do is, is you just ask, you can ask these couple of questions and ladies, even if you're not a practitioner, you can ask this about the people in your life. Ask the question, if this person wasn't in my life, would I be happier? If this person wasn't in my life, would I be happier? And the other question you can ask is when I'm around this person, I feel drained afterwards, or I'm sorry, it's not really a question. I guess you're kind of thinking, if you think that thought, when I'm around this person, I feel drained afterwards. If if you're around somebody who drains you, don't be around them. Okay. Don't be around them or just spend less time with them. Okay. Refer them out, get them out of your space, make room for a new energy to feel that, 
fill that gap up. Okay. And, and the thing is when we let these people go out of our life or at least just spend less time around them, like there's people that I enjoy being around in short bursts. And that, that keeps me in a state of wellness. If I go too long, then I go out of wellness into disharmony or dis-ease, right? Dis-ease. And uh, then I have to avoid that. But some people you might not want to get rid of completely, right? Or maybe there's some people in your family that you're kind of like, well, I have to be around these people. Well, first of all, that is a choice. Second of all, you can make it less, right? You can make it less. That's your choice. You get to choose how you feel. And in order to choose how you feel, you get to choose how you show up and who you be at, who you be with, right? Who you be and who you be with. All right. So if you find that you're resisting this stuff, I know it can sound really harsh, but the reality is if you find you're resisting this inquire with yourself, because maybe there's, there's something to work on here, right? This is always about coming back to ourself. Like, what is it about me that's creating this? What is it about me that's resisting this? What is it about me that's attracting this, right? And if you're resistant to getting rid of a patient or a client or a person in your life, Maybe you've got some stuff to work on. Maybe there's a money story. Maybe you're fearful that if you let this patient go, you won't be making enough money this month or whatever. Um, maybe there's some self-worth issues. Oh, if I can't help this person, then if I refer them out, then I've, I've dropped the ball. I haven't been a good doctor or something like that. Maybe there's some story like that. Or I haven't been a good friend if I let them go. Yeah, I think there's, uh, there's deeper stuff to that. So you've got to do a self exploration and really dig, dig into you so that you can figure out why so that you can stop the pattern. Okay. Because if you don't do that and you just like, well, I don't like Susie, I'm just going to get her out of my life. And then you get Susie out of your life, but you don't explore the why, what caused it, what attracted it then guess what? You're going to invite another Susie into your life. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And the same thing goes with your patients. You got to get real about it. Like you got to figure out who is going to make your life better. Like you, this is all about you. Okay. And um, your well-being should be your number one priority, not another person or a false belief that you need to be taking care of them or be around them to make the world a better place. Like none of that is true, right? So we've got to look at these beliefs and we've got to get them out of our space. We've got to clear them on a subconscious level. We've got to clear them and harmonize our spirit so that we can awaken awaken to the, the frequency of our truth. The frequency of your truth is higher than you know. Okay. Because I don't know that we can know the frequency of our truth in the physical body. Like I don't know that we will ever achieve that, but I'm going to keep rising up to it to meet it as much as possible and to expand into it as much as possible. So I know, uh, for myself and for, I believe that everyone is here, uh, growing and expanding as spiritual beings on this planet. And as long as we're doing that, we're rising to the occasion. We are constantly evolving and renewing ourselves and bringing more light to the world. And that's what this is about. And it has to start with you. You have to be the, you're the center of the universe, right? It starts with that light that's in your heart. You have to be willing to let it shine. Like I know for me, I have this, um, this old storyline from forever ago is that I don't, um, 
you know, I'm fearful of sharing myself with the world. I know that sounds kind of crazy because here I am doing a podcast, right? And I do a lot of outreach and stuff, but there's, there's still that element there. And I know it is because it holds me back in ways that, um, are, are not helping me in my flow. Like it stops my flow. I see it and it's subtle, but I've been, cause I've been working on this stuff, but it's still there. Right. So, you know, inquire with yourself. What is, what is it your story? What is it that you want to do? What is your vision? Where do you want to go? And what is it that is holding you back? Is it a belief? Is it is a storyline. Is it a structure in your character? Is it, um, a feeling that you just don't know how, like what's, what is it? And get clear on that. And then like, clear that crap out, girlfriend. Like you don't need that anymore. You know, um, I've got the, uh, youthful glow mini course that'll be launching here pretty soon. And, and it's all about owning your glow and owning your glow starts on the inside. And that means you finding your truth and expressing it more fully, whatever that looks like. All right. So love you so much. Uh, if you feel turned on by this conversation and you want to dive deeper, then I would recommend that you register for our, um, empowered feminine, or I'm sorry. Yes. Embodied feminine empowered soul workshop. I'm doing this with Molly Douglas. I have done a podcast with her and I'm sorry, I can't tell you what the episode number is right now, but, um, I will add it to the show notes so you can go check it out too, because she is freaking amazing. And I'm so excited to be doing this work with her. It's a two hour workshop, 27 bucks, easy, breezy come join us have some fun with us and let's break through some of this stuff so you can embody your feminine and empower your soul thank you for listening to the ultimate biohack for women if you'd like to dive deeper with our tribe join us on facebook or instagram and if you'd like to help grow our tribe share this episode with your friends let's bring this light to our community so that other women can know their true power and we can create a tribe together worth being in This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor, and the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.